Welcome to the K-Hole. People are dying. My name's Ashley Brandt, and joining me this week to talk about clothes quarters is Johnny Flores. Hello. Johnny, you've been on the show before for Rob and China, as our most dedicated listeners might remember. And what a good episode that was, and what a good episode this was this week. So excited to talk about it. So excited to talk about this IRL news because there is a lot to cover and I understand that you have not been keeping up recently. No. There's been so much on my plate and like, I don't know if you guys talked about this, but a while ago Kim had said something about Jeffree Star, like by his makeup, and I was like, you know, with everything else going on in the world right now, I think I'm taking a step back. But... When I got the text, the Twitter notification saying, like, will you do this? I was like, you know what? I'm ready. I will go back to the Kardashians. And this was an excellent episode to do it. So here we are. Yeah. It's some light fare. Um, But let's talk about some IRL news first because there are some big things to cover. First and foremost in the news, the Kardashians have been renewed through... 2019 or 2020, depending on what source you read. TMZ is citing 2019, which means that their $150 million deal breaks out such that they're making $75 million per year from the show. And interestingly, E does not decide who gets what. The Kardashians decide who is allocated what of that lump sum. But Kris Jenner's taking 10% off the top because she manages everyone. Okay. I was going to say, so, when we say, like, the Kardashians decide who gets what, it's not a democratic process. No, 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 no. <laughs> Chris is it's making all the decisions. It's going to be Chris and Kim. Okay, yeah, yeah. Divvying, divvying that up. <laughs> so uh, we'll see who uh, who appears more and who in turn, bolsters their lifestyle in the coming years. Um, Additionally, our most recent episode was was recorded on Kim's 37th birthday, and now we know that she went to Disneyland for her birthday with her kids and Courtney's kids and Larsa Pippen. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was cute. Um, If you follow Kim on Twitter, she was posting earlier that week asking for stroller recommendations. And then we saw her at the park with a huge two-seat stroller. Nice. You know, she's just making us feel included in her everyday life. Not that I had a stroller recommendation, but... Well, you know, Chloe and Courtney reached out to Twitter for prank recommendations. (laughs) So you may not have had a stroller recommendation, (laughs) but the Kardashians are there for you. They know how to interact. They are. Yeah. I mean, who among us has not made a decision by committee on Twitter? I've done it. Yeah, that's what Twitter polls are for. That's what they're for. Just today, I posted one that uh, everyone should vote in if they have any feeling on when I should return to Portland. In any case, The Shade Room and or Us Weekly is also reporting that Chloe and Tristan are expecting a boy... Her pregnancy is still unconfirmed, so let's just put a pin in that for now. Um, Additionally, Courtney gave a statement that she is not pregnant, 
which was falsely reported as Courtney saying that she was pregnant. She tweeted about it. We can confirm that at least for now, there is one sister that's not pregnant. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be keeping tabs on Chloe and Kylie as always, uh, waiting for those pregnancy confirmations any day now. But that takes us into closed quarters, which is honestly, I think, one of the most fun and lighthearted episodes we've had in a while. It reminds me a little bit of hijinks that we would see in a Miami season or in a New York season. There are pranks. There's Jonathan Cheevan. There's Kim taking control. It's everything I like to see in an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yes. This episode has everything. It has wine, it has... Uh, I don't even know where to begin. Well, let's begin where the episode begins, with Chrissy Teigen... Yes! ...giving him some stew. (laughs) Yes. And we meet Chrissy Teigen's dad, who I had never seen before... Mm-hmm. Who is apparently a big fan of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. And his favorite uh-huh. Kardashian, his favorite character on the show, not his favorite Kardashian, his favorite character on the show is Jonathan. It used to, he said it used to be Chloe though, right? Or that was when they asked him about he the said, sisters. Yeah. Yes, which sister is your favorite? And he said something very real. He said he used to be a Chloe fan and now he's a Kim fan. <laughs> Honestly. When he said that, I was like, wow. That's He's a, right. <laughs> that's my journey. I identify with Chrissy Teigen's dad. <laughs> he was delightful. I would watch a show about Chrissy Teigen's dad. I would watch a show about Chrissy Teigen hanging out with her dad, yeah. Because I, I really did enjoy hanging out in Chrissy Teigen's house with her, I will say. like, yeah, That has to be a major aspect of the show. I mean, you want me to watch. I know Chrissy's like above it potentially, but Snapchat is just one step away from a reality show. I wish that this episode spent more time with Chrissy Teigen, but it rolls right into our A plot, which is Courtney attempting to reconnect with Kendall, in Court's words. Whereas Kim and Chloe are of the opinion that Courtney and Kendall have never been close. I mean, there's a pretty big age gap there, I could, you know. Yeah. I mean, there is almost 20 years between them. Oh, wow. I hadn't realized. What have they ever had in common? Yeah, Courtney talking about this, like, idea of when they were really close. And then the other two sisters just being like, what are you talking about? Did, Did ring very true. Yeah. But this was your first experience with the new, like, confessional format? The two sisters being interviewed together? Yes. What did you think? I really liked it. It, When it happened, I was like, oh my. Because... uh, It's so interesting. I don't know. Like, we have talked so much about reality television, like, on the show, off the show. Mm -hmm. 
But this idea that, like, confessionals were no longer enough. We now have to, like, <laughs> have two of the characters stepping outside of the action to discuss the act, like... Yeah. And to weigh in on scenes that they're not part of. It's no longer, like, this is what was going through my head when this happened. It's now, like, everyone is weighing in on everything. Yeah. There's, like, at one point, it's Chloe and Courtney. And Chloe is, like, explaining... They're, like, having a real heart-to-heart about their reaction to all of the news about Scott. And, like... At the same time, the same mechanic was used for, like, Kim and Courtney to be, like, do you think she's going to be mad if I switch out all of her luggage? (laughs) And I was just like, this is so wild. And, like, are we supposed to continue to believe that this is, like, them actually being honest? A new level of this. Like, I don't want to derail the entire episode this early on, but I it opened up huge questions for me. I'm so ready to talk about it, because I think now the feel of those confessions and the delivery is so different, because now they have someone to, like, not that they're not performing all the time, but they have someone to interact with and, like, perform in front of, and I think as a result, everyone is funnier, Mm -hmm. because they're trying to get a laugh out of the person they're sitting next to, or a reaction of some sort. Right. It's not just them and the camera. Yeah. And the producer. But they're also... <laughs> they're also so airbrushed now. Oh my god. Everyone looked flawless the entire episode. Because it's all about that 10-year uh, rebrand, you know? We have the new intro. We have the new confessionals. This is, you know, setting the stage for the next $150 million they're going to be making off of this show. Let's talk about the C-plot because that's a little... That's that's one I really enjoyed because I love when the sisters play pranks on each other. I love when Kim owns her superiority complex. It was really good all around. And it revolves around the fact that Kim sees herself as a stylist. Kim, one time celebrity closet organizer turned celebrity turned celebrity stylist, feels like Chloe is too trendy. And I agree. Okay, there was a lot to react to in that. Superiority complex. I think you mean, like, Libra energy. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. (laughs) I was invited on the show to talk about Libra season. Kim was being such a Libra in this episode. Tell, Tell us about it. What about that was so Libra to you? Like, we will get into the suitcase aspect of it. But her showing up for that welfare check was one of those welfare mm-hmm. checks where, like, she knew he was fine. And she was doing this for Courtney so that Courtney could enjoy her weekend. And so she went over there, and, but, and she was just like, so you're fine, right? And, like, she didn't have his fucking time for his bullshit because we're all done with his bullshit. And she was like, I'm doing this welfare check, but I'm not actually checking on you. Because I know that you're fine, and you need to get your head out of your ass and stop fucking with my sister. Yeah. <laughs> that That is exactly what happened. 
And I loved that. I loved every second of that. Yeah, and then she left. <laughs> she also did not put a bra on to talk to her ex brother-in-law, whatever Scott is to her at this point. Right. She was like, do you want me to put this on? Will you feel more comfortable? You know, working with him, but also being like, this is dumb. (laughs) While her nipples are being blurred out on TV. (laughs) I was watching this on my phone at work. Mm -hmm. I missed that her nipples were blurred out. (laughs) Oh, they were. (laughs) I was watching it on my, like, my big TV, and I was like, what's happening there? Oh, they are blurring out her nipples. Okay. No, that even makes it just even more perfect, because she's like, I don't have the time to put on a bra for this. I know you're fine. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But let's talk a little bit more about Libra season, because that is why I wanted you to come on the show, because I know you are a proud Libra, and I feel like Kim's vibes over the past four weeks because now we're in Scorpio season but her vibes over the past few weeks have been incredible I feel like the blonde hair was very Libra this time around I don't always feel that way about her blonde hair I see I completely missed it this time around but I will tell you that (laughs) my vibes have been incredible (laughs) (laughs) tell me how Libra season has been for you and we'll see if we can draw some parallels okay um well see I was going to talk about it broad scope, because I was prepared to draw some parallels between myself and Kim. I always walk into every interaction just asking myself, like, where can I draw a parallel? (laughs) And so I kind of want to go back to this superiority complex that you touched on. Yes, yes. Because I think that that is a huge part of Libra energy. It's something I Mm -hmm. deal with constantly. But during Libra season, it's like the entire universe is just telling you, like, no, babe, you got this. (laughs) And, like, I don't know. Libra season, I just always feel so empowered. I, like, throughout the rest of the year, I always feel like I have a good sense of, like, what I need to do and, like, how I need to do it. But during Libra season Mm -hmm. is when I'm, like, it's just... It's in the air. It's crisp. It's yeah. fall. Like, yeah. things, it's time for a change. True. The airs are going to come in. When we're done, everything's <laughs> going to be fine. And that's what Libra season is about. Libra season is about looking your best, feeling your best, doing your best. I mean, that is really what Kim is all about, as we know. I think she's hitting her stride in every way, you know? And we're transitioning into Scorpio season, which is Chris Jenner season. It is. I know you are not keeping up, but so Kim Kim went blonde. Is it a wig? Did she dye it? Who knows? She's been maintaining this for longer than I thought she was going to because I was not ready for another like Kim Kardashian dyes her hair blonde moment. I am very tired. I cannot handle this anymore. But she's been maintaining this for a while. It looks good. It's a statement. She's got really long extensions in. And... Okay, I'm looking this up right now, but keep going. Okay. Look, well, you're also going to want to look something else up because lo and behold, who turns up with blonde hair this week? You are kidding me. Chris Jenner. (laughs) 
you have to look this up. You really, really need to. Oh. My god. So, the picture I'm looking at right now is this, mm-hmm. uh, it's a, it's in a lure. I don't know if you've seen this particular photo. She's wearing a... Is this Kim or is this This is, Chris? this is Chris. She, is it the, the suit, the little, like, suit she has on? It's the a, matching pattern? It's the floral suit with yes. the margarita glass full of... Yes. A martini? A mink stole and an Hermes bag. Like, ugh. Yep. Why is she holding a margarita glass? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But she... This face. Oh. She was like, Libra season is over. It's all about Scorpio season now. Mm-hmm. Do you know who... This haircut is giving me vibes of. Tell me. Cersei Lannister. <laughs> I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I do know what you're talking about. Chris Jenner. Oh my Chris god. Chris Jenner has gone full Cersei. <laughs> okay, you know what this haircut reminds me of? Is Tammy Cashman on Transparent. The soft butch of my dreams. Anyone who has, hasn't seen this needs to look it up. Uh... It's such a good picture. But this is this is what Scorpio season is all about. This is about taking something from your daughter and making it yours and making a statement and being the center of attention, being a detective, being vindictive. Everyone needs to prepare themselves for the roller coaster we are about to be on. But Kris Jenner is going to flourish. We're going to get some really good Kris Jenner tears. I think that she is going to be on her A game. I'm still not seeing good new pictures of Kim's hair, but... Look up her Disney World, Disneyland pictures. Okay, yeah. This is very long. I know. But I'm loving the center part. I mean, she always has the center part, though. With the blonde hair, doesn't she? Not always. When she did that, like, honey blonde right after she had North, she was doing a side part. Yeah, she did the, like, bleach blonde, like, shortcut slicked back. But this is the best blonde that she's done. I don't usually Mm -hmm. care for any of the blonde, but. No, it's, like, kind of ashy. It's nice. It's. Yeah. I Um, I think Libra season compelled her to make that call, you know? Oh, yeah. No, for sure. I went in and was like, let's color my hair. And then they were like, you have to make a special appointment for that. And I was like, oh. (laughs) What color were you going to dye your hair? I don't know. I literally, I went in and I, you know, Maya. I was like, Maya, just just do it. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, "That's great." I, okay, we don't have time. You have to, you have to like schedule a color appointment. And I was like, "Oh, fine, never mind then." <laughs> I mean, you should still do it. I feel like Maya does great work. No, I will. But keep us posted on your hair color changes. Let's get back to this episode. Yeah, let's get back to this episode. 
Courtney and Kendall are going to Santa Barbara, except Courtney is also inviting Chloe because she and Kendall have never been close, and this episode proves that Courtney is by far the most awkward sister. I think so. I mean, I don't know too much about Kylie, but... I think Kylie's also up there for awkwardness. I actually would say Kylie is the most awkward sister, but... I mean, she hasn't appeared on the show in so long, it's like I've forgotten her entirely. Do you think it's because Courtney went to college? She's just standoffish now. <laughs> She's always All thinking about, like, math. Theater and <laughs> Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that's exactly what happened. Um, they go on this trip to Santa Barbara, and... Before we get to Santa Barbara, the really... I think the highlight of this episode is when... Kim and Jonathan break into Chloe's house. Yes. And by break into Chloe's house, I mean open the door. (laughs) It is a mess. And it's, it's great because they walk in. Kim is a little bitchy because she's always a little bitchy with Jonathan, which I love. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Jonathan deserves it. But he's... (laughs) Go for it. Yeah. You, she just has to keep him at, like, arm's length. Another Libra move. Yeah. That's very true. It's very, like, this whole thing, I know we've been talking about Libra-ness, but it's also very Sagittarius rising. To be like, we're gonna go do this fun thing, and also, I'm gonna treat you kind of poorly. Oh, yeah. Which is exactly what happens. They walk into Chloe's house. They, Kim is eating shit. Kim like makes a smoothie in court in Chloe's kitchen. Jonathan brought a pizza to just eat. <laughs> Spends a lot of time talking about. It. He's like, "Thank God I brought this, or else the Operation No Op would be Operation No Go." <laughs> it's me, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> he says something about like I I don't usually break into people's houses without eating food or like having something to eat or like I can't without having something to eat because he's just trying to drive home this food god branding that is has not worked for the past several years and it's not going to start working. Yeah, I think he even says something like without bringing some food because the sense I got yeah. was that it was like oh. I l- Forgive my trespass, <laughs> but it's cool. I brought a pizza. That is exactly what happened. Oh, God. So after they make a mess in Chloe's kitchen that I'm sure Chloe's assistant had to clean up while Chloe was in Santa Barbara, they go upstairs and they start... Kim starts putting some outfits together for Chloe. Every single outfit looks extremely Kim Kardashian West. It's monotone it's simple and her and jonathan have a lot of fun with a polaroid camera yeah kim frames it as she's like chloe like copied my outfit this one time and therefore like it befalls me 
to impart to impart like all of the experience and knowledge that I have gained and like to pick up these great outfits for her. Again, very like it's me, Libra. I'm just gonna come in, solve the problem. In the confessional, when <laughs> Courtney's like, "Do you think she might be mad?" She's like, "It's not gonna matter. I'm not gonna be there." <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I was like, Cam, I love you. <laughs> and Courtney's just awkwardly like, like kind of co-signing these, kind of avoiding conflict. Right. She's just like, um, I'm not involved. She's an Aries, right? So she's just like, yes, yeah, yes. whatever. Like, cool, you do you. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, and it's so oh, much I forgot fun. Who Jonathan is. Yeah, um, one of I think the I wouldn't say highlights, but when they're in the kitchen, Jonathan does say something about committing a robbery, and Kim says, "Please don't say robbery." <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> as much as I, as much as that was obviously like genuine, and she's been through a lot of trauma, Kim has a sense of humor. She has a sense of self awareness. You know. Yeah. And it only comes out during the darkest times. Like, all of her interviews after she filed for divorce from Chris Humphreys were amazing. That was also the same period where she started wearing... For one episode, she, like, started wearing wigs and doing weird voices and just, like, went over to Courtney and Scott's (laughs) house doing that. So it's very much in the same vein. Yeah. Being a Sagittarius. Santa Terry is rising. Um, but from there, we do go to Santa Barbara. Chloe opens it up. I think had this not been set up by the production crew, Chloe would have been very upset and probably not worn any of the outfits. But this was clearly, you know. Right. For the show. Chloe does wear all of the outfits. And they look good on her. They do look good. I did agree with when she's, like, Kim picks out an all-black suit for her to go wine tasting in. Because she says she won't want to wear all white. Which is also true. Yeah, she was really (laughs) thinking ahead there. (laughs) But Chloe says that the outfit makes her feel like a secretary at a vineyard. And I felt, like, looking at it, I was like, you know, Courtney's got on this fun denim jacket, like, very relaxed. Kim wanted her to look chic, but I was like, you can't look too chic getting drunk at the fucking vineyard with your sisters. Yeah. Well, and Kendall is wearing a lavender fur jacket of some sort. Yeah. Like, Chloe looks like she has some kind of, like, after-dinner engagement that she is dressed for. Mm-hmm. And it turns out, all that she's dressed for is being the sober sister. <laughs> yes, because, <laughs> like, this is the second week in a row that they have used wine tasting as a vehicle to bond and get someone comically drunk. If it works, I mean... <laughs> So, Chris takes Chloe wine tasting, and then Chris gets drunk and starts doing really bad prank calls. Okay. I feel like I've seen, like, 
Obviously, over the course of ten years, there are only, like, so many plot lines. But this... I haven't watched all ten seasons. This winery that they go to in Santa Barbara, I've seen that episode, and I feel like I've seen an episode where Chris makes prank calls before. They're running out. Oh, I'm sure. But they never will, will they? Because they're just so... They'll just reinvent themselves again. I mean, that's why they are having so many children. Chris is about to have... I, like, literally have to sit here and do the math. At least eight? Fuck. Nine. Nine. There's gonna be... Mason, Penelope, Rain, North Saint, TBD Baby West, TBD Baby Jenner Scott, TBD Baby Kardashian Thompson. Maybe I'm missing someone in there. No, I got everyone. Maybe it's just eight. Mm -hmm. Dream. Dream is nine. (laughs) I mean, they just have to bide their time until those nine people are old enough to take the reins, I think. Mason's going to be 10 soon. He's oh, got to yeah. start carrying his own There's going to be lines. like some prep school spinoff. He'll get all of the plot lines that Kendall and Kylie used to do, and then he'll transition to, into his own show, I'm sure. But this the, the wine tasting is really only the beginning because we do get mm-hmm. Kendall falling off of a bike. Which was, to me, a highlight. Um, They're definitely trying to play up, like, Kendall and Courtney are so drunk. Chloe doesn't know how she didn't get wasted. I'm here for it, but, you know, we all know Chloe knows how to have fun. I feel like Chloe, Chloe's entire presence on the trip was, like, a, I don't know. She was invited... By Courtney to be the buffer. She doesn't have any of her clothes that she mm-hmm. packed with her. She... Yeah. If she, w- if she was there to turn up, she would have turned up. And she's not but, even like, this allowed isn't, to... This isn't what she's there for. Oh, yeah. She would have brought Malika. Yeah. Like, it would have been a lot of fun. But she's trying to, you know, facilitate, you know, Kendall and Courtney reconnecting this bond that has never (laughs) really been there. And the best way to do that is apparently by pranking Kendall. Mm -hmm. And so they turn to Twitter. They do. They ask her some suggestions on what pranks they could pull on a sleeping person they get some good ones they try to stuff chocolate down those pants (laughs) this was after courtney's original plan of like sticking a blueberry down her pants and then they go to twitter to get a better prank and it's an iteration (laughs) of the same prank (laughs) i mean I feel like if we went back through the replies, we might find that the handle attached to that suggestion was someone from the production crew. 
<laughs> I thought it was somebody, they definitely said like bum or something that I was like, oh, getting an across the pond tweet. <laughs> oh, this is a global okay. audience that the Kardashians reach in case you yes. forgot. <laughs> Wait, but also like, how does that timing work out? Because whatever, time zones, I, I don't know. What time know. is it? Well, People keep their own schedule. Nighttime. <laughs> in- it would be morning there. Yeah, that makes sense. Somebody's starting their day okay, by yeah. telling Courtney yeah. the best way to prank her sister. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I believe that. What I don't believe is that Kendall was really asleep. Oh, absolutely not. And this entire... No. The entire prank, I thought, kind of just took up too much time. Because then they're like, oh, you should roll on her back. And it's like a big thing of like the chocolate isn't where... And then it's... What did you think of the prank? Like, it's not... Yeah. (laughs) I... Okay. It's unsuccessful. (laughs) This prank actually brings up something else that I really wanted to discuss on the episode with you. Uh, Something that I think we can also talk about. Because as it relates to Kim going into Chloe's house, which is, like, boundaries in families? Yes. And where those boundaries lie. Um, I think this family has some questionable boundaries. Oh, yes. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I don't know how much we want to unpack it, other than, like, putting chocolate in... In someone else's bum. If a family even if they're in your family, (laughs) maybe not the best respect somebody else's boundaries. No, no. Similarly, like breaking into someone's house, replacing their suitcase, like none of this is normal. If someone, if a listener's family member did this to them, I would hope that you would seriously considered severing ties or resetting your boundaries with that person. Yeah. I mean, you just have to sometimes. It's true, but that's that's never going to happen. To this family. With this family. <laughs> no, for a variety of reasons. Um, but yeah, questionable, like, boundaries aside... The prank is not successful. No. But Court and Kendall have a tepid conversation while they're enjoying full body masking. This is is after they're, like, wasted together. The next day. And Chloe, like, sneaks out by not applying mud. They make these plans that I'm sure they Uh never went through with to meet up when... Courtney's in the city, because Kendall is the city sister. This was another full episode dedicated to, like, Kendall moved to the city, we never see her. And, like, I remember that episode ended with Kendall being like, when you guys come to the city, you don't call me. (laughs) (laughs) Always. And so I feel like what keeps going on with Kendall is that nobody reaches out to her. 
until they decide. We're not close, Kendall. (laughs) (laughs) That is exactly what happened. But I'm sure it's annoying because, honestly, I think the person, the sister who is in, like, Los Angeles proper the most, I think is Courtney. Because she has a 24-year-old boyfriend now, and she is out on the town much more often than some of her other sisters. That's on the next episode. It is, yes. The debut of Courtney's 24-year-old boyfriend. I'm so excited to meet him. I'm really curious to see what his screen presence is going to be like because there's never going to be another Scott, you know? No other Kardashian man is going to have that magical mix of screen presence and lack of shame. He was wearing like a bright orange Kenny from South Park hoodie. Yeah. He, yes, he was. Remember when he used to wear suits all the time? That was really a high for him and his brand. A different brand of high, if you will. I know. He's never going to be off the show. I wonder if one day he'll have to share, like, screen credit with Courtney's new man. No, what's going to happen is Kim will, like, drive over to his house and be like, uh, why are you, like, Instagram stalking him? Can you just back off? And he'll just be like, it's not my fault that everybody is calling Courtney because they're worried about me. I didn't ask them to involve her. Yep. (laughs) That's exactly what will happen. All that said, though, this episode kind of ends with a whimper. (laughs) Wait, how does the episode end? Is it with just Chloe and Kim talking about the makeover? Okay. Yes. That's it. When Chloe's like, thank you. I actually liked those outfits. Just like the, right. She like, uh, it's so hard to tell how much of the editing was lines they fed her of being like, say that you liked the outfits. Her legitimately being like, oh, this outfit's not actually that bad. Them being like, complain about the outfits and her actually yeah. not liking the outfits. Because over the course, we get like, not into it. Oh, into it. So glad that it happened. She's the best. Mm-hmm. I hate this outfit. Yeah. I want you to be my stylist. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Which is which is Chloe's passive-aggressive kind of jab at, like, do you really have time to do this? Worry about your own life. Let's move on to power rankings. Um, Just before we wrap up this episode, I just want to shout out to Keeping Up With The Continuity Errors because if you, like me, thought that this episode was really mixing up timelines, you are right. Uh, Keeping Up With The Continuity Errors tracks all of the scenes from this episode, which were filmed in March 15th, filmed on March 15th, 2017, April 21st, 2017, May 9th, 2017, May 12th, May 15th, in that final scene. So do you want to kick things off by telling us who is at the bottom of power rankings this week? Bottom of power rankings, Jonathan. He can't even break into a house without bringing a pizza with him. He starts the episode on a high and it's just downhill immediately. But he doesn't even have the power in that situation. No. (laughs) Yeah. Even when Chrissy Teigen's dad is, like... (laughs) 
coming in just above Jonathan. Kendall. Kendall, who really does not, really does not seem to be responding to the awkward vibes that Courtney has received prank and also falls off her bike. So up next is Chloe. Chloe, who is like, doesn't have a huge amount of power to exert in this episode. She has her suitcase uh, tampered with we'll say, um, you know, but she does also manage to kind of get Kim to go do the welfare check because she's interested in checking on her sisters. She ultimately, like, shepherds everyone safely through their drunken, like, thrift store romp. She's going to be a great mom is what this episode really told us. She's there. Oh, she's going to be such a good mom. Wait, do you remember... Do you remember when Chloe made everyone, like, put on prosthetics and then get on the tour bus? Yes. She's going to do shit like that with her kids. It's going to be fucking great. Yes. Holy shit, I would watch a show about Chloe and her kids. Honestly, especially if it took place in Cleveland. Yes. Oh like, my god. Like Chloe. Yeah. Chloe takes Cleveland. Oh my god. Just back to back shenanigans. Cause like what is what is she gonna do when Tristan doesn't She's, have a game? What yeah. else are you gonna do? She's got one NBA game a week and her schedule is open. Oh my god. The Great Lakes really need like more media presence. We've got Miami. We've got New York. We've got California. We need the Great Lakes on We television. really do. Give us the Cleveland. Rust Belt. <laughs> Give us that representation. But speaking of people who bask in motherhood, Chris Jenner coming in above Chloe this week. Chris Jenner making a short appearance in which she is late to lunch. She has a really awkward on-screen moment, seemingly where she waves at a compan- at a at an acquaintance that no one else knows <laughs> and she stays out of everyone's drama. <laughs> She's in her own world this week. She, yeah, like does she even eat lunch? <laughs> I don't think so. She probably just ordered a vodka on left. the rocks yeah. and then left. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh. Okay. Above Chris. We've got Scott. Oh, I forgot we gave him a ranking. We debated this. It's a very specific kind of power that he's exercising in this episode. And it's a very toxic power, and that's why I don't even necessarily want to, like, dignify it. It's true. He is causing a lot of trouble for other people. But you know who shuts that down? Kim Kardashian West. Not wearing a bra, marching into Chloe's house, marching into Scott's house, and just taking control of the situation. Whether it's Chloe's wardrobe or Scott's ongoing downward spiral. And at She's the top got of it. The pile this She's week, handling it. We have Courtney. She organizes a trip to Santa Barbara. She gets to, like... She, establish and maintain a boundary with Scott that she 
has been working on, like, I was so proud of her in this episode. I really was. It's hard, I think. Yeah. Because when I was first thinking of the power rankings, I, like, wasn't going to put her up that high. But then I was like, you know, I think we need to recognize and value the power of boundaries. I think you're right. It's really powerful. So, good work, Courtney. A healthy model for relationships, finally. (laughs) Which I'm sure will be eroded in the upcoming episode. So we are going to be back next week talking about the fifth episode of season 14, which is going to revolve around the reveal of Courtney's 24-year-old boy toy. We're all very excited, and I can say a friend of the show, Kayla Chapin, is going to be back to be talking about that episode. Um, Look for that soon. Follow The K-Hole on Twitter at The K-Hole Podcast. We are trying to keep you guys up to date with all of the breaking news as it happens you can also follow us on facebook if you are so inclined uh don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on itunes or on whatever platform you happen to be listening to the k-hole on you can also follow me on twitter at ashley brant maybe you can join us again during the next astrological season change oh of course i'm always done for leo season i'm a leo rising Venus and Leo. Oh, uh, honey. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> it'll it'll be great. We will see you soon. And do you know how we end the show? Don't be fucking rude. <laughs>